Hello, dear friends, and welcome to the Happiness Unplugged podcast, where we embark on a journey to help you discover joy, self-love, and a life of meaning. I'm Vicky, your host and guide to answering the big and small questions on happiness. Join me each month as we explore how to live a life that feels good, to hear from inspiring people and stories. Now let's get this happiness unplugged. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Happiness Unplugged podcast. I'm really excited to be talking about this topic, happiness, and we're going to really delve into what is happiness. I think that's a huge question that we really have to ask before we can even continue this exploration because I think it's so fundamental to question and to understand what what does it mean? And maybe also unpacking where we go wrong when it comes to figuring out what happiness is and what it means to us in our lives. It's really become an inspiration for me to think about, okay, what is the formula to happiness? And so I've been taking these few weeks to really reflect what is happiness and what's that formula? And, you know, I don't think there is a one size fits all. But I do think there are some fundamental themes in our lives that can generate happiness for us. And, you know, I think it's also important to kind of move away from those ideas of happiness that actually I don't think are serving us as a society or really truly things that can build joy and contentment and peace in our lives. So without further ado, let's dive in. I want to share a small disclaimer. I think that the ability to seek the pursuit of happiness, to even sit here and ponder what it is and what it means to us, is a real privilege. And what I mean by that is being able to think about happiness and self-actualization and having the luxury to do so beyond meeting our basic fundamental needs of food, shelter, freedom, that is a privilege. In a world where we do have a lot of conflict and war and suffering, I just want to highlight that. And I think starting from that place of acknowledging, yes, being able to explore the themes of happiness is a big privilege. And I think that's a really important thing to talk about. Now, it's not to say that we shouldn't or we should feel bad for sitting here and thinking about, okay, what does happiness mean to me? It's just that I do think it is an important acknowledgement to make to begin with. Now, let's get into it. So when we think of happiness, we often think of this grand thing in the future where we have no problems and we have everything we've ever wanted. But I actually think that we often suffer in the pursuit of happiness. And I think that key reason lies in the word pursuit. We often view happiness as that future thing. It's always out of reach and only attainable after we get the house or the relationship or the car or the new job. But have you ever heard that saying, if you can't be happy with a cup of coffee, you can't be happy with a yacht? I think that is really, really powerful. So what creates happiness? I'm going to list out a few of the key components that I think are fundamental to creating a life that feels good. And again, everyone has a different version of 
what makes them joyful and what makes them feel good. But I do think that some of these factors are really key in developing a meaningful, joyful life that really does feel good inside, which I think that word there, inside, is so important. So the first one is acceptance. And what do I mean by that? It means accepting your current reality and accepting things as they are. I think a lot of unhappiness comes from this internal struggle against how our lives look right now. And many of us are not in places where we're fully satisfied and that's completely okay. I think that actually is important in order to push us forward to a life that does feel better. But I think it's important to acknowledge ourselves and our situation without judgment because where we start placing judgment on ourselves and high expectations, that's when it can really feel quite icky. Realizing that there is no right or wrong path, everyone has their own path to walk and accepting that we are on our own unique journey allows us to release the need to compare ourselves to others. I think accepting the fact that perfection just doesn't exist and releasing that pressure we place on ourselves to have it all, in quotation marks, right now and to have it all figured out, that's a really important first step to cultivating a joyful, happy life. I think acceptance is the first most important step to growth and change. It creates that breeding ground for it. And then the second thing, accountability. I think this is an interesting one because accountability, oh my gosh, when we start looking at ourselves and looking in the mirror and realizing that we are in our own way, that does not feel comfortable. But in order to grow and in order to change and to move in a direction where we're going to cultivate more joy in our lives, we do have to look into the mirror and understand what we're doing to ourselves that's actually adding to the pain, adding to the suffering. I think acceptance and accountability go hand in hand. It's a tough pill to swallow, that's for sure. And this is also going to sound quite harsh, but I do think that a lot of our unhappiness is self-inflicted. We tend to have these stories and narratives in our head and it is our responsibility to take accountability for understanding what those limiting beliefs are and unpacking them and figuring out how they're not serving us in our lives. It's tricky, it's uncomfortable, but it is important to have this radical accountability. It's not to invalidate or dismiss our experiences and the things that have happened in our lives, but we do have to take accountability for the way that we respond and react to those things that have happened. Pain is real, but suffering is a choice. And oftentimes we see ourselves as the victims, but true empowerment is realizing that you have full control over the way you respond to bad things happening to you. And this is where accountability really does play a role in moving towards happiness. When we fail to take accountability for our current situation and ourselves and what we're feeling, we can't change our circumstances. We can't build awareness. We can't build acceptance and we can't move in a better direction. And that ties into that next factor 
of happiness is presence. I think this is really key because practicing acceptance and taking accountability, I think that helps us come back into that present moment. We're not too much into the past anymore. We're not too much into the future. We're right here, right now in our lives, and we're taking stock of where we are. And the power of presence, I think it's crucial to laying the groundwork to releasing the past and the future, because that is where a lot of our pain and suffering comes from. Remaining too much in the past, focusing too much on the future, that creates a lot of resistance. And one of my favorite schools of thought in psychotherapy is the Adlerian theory, based on the work of Alfred Adler, one-time colleague of Sigmund Freud, is this idea of practicing mindfulness and being fully engaged with the here and now. It ties into the understanding that each day is a blessing. And I think most of us assume we have a tomorrow. It's a bit entitled in a sense. Realizing that each day is a miracle and we have so much to be grateful for. I think that is so powerful because we do take so many things for granted, but just being able to sit in the here and now and appreciate, you know, the cup of tea you're drinking or the sunshine on your face and just practicing that presence, sitting and meditating. That's a really powerful practice that allows us to cultivate more joy in our day to day lives. I think we really forget that life is made up of a series of moments. It's not made up of these big, grand achievements, which we live in a society that really values that. But I don't think that's where true happiness lies. And when we practice presence, we are present for the people in our lives every day, whether that's a conversation with a loved one. It's realizing that life passes us by really, really quickly. And it's being in the now. Then, since we've talked about acceptance accountability and presence and what we're just talking about when it comes to being grateful is that gratitude is a really important thing when it comes to cultivating joy and opening ourselves up to feelings of life is a miracle and I do think gratitude is a superpower there is a saying that not having the best situation but seeing the best in your situation is the key to happiness. What we were discussing before, reality is perfection doesn't exist. Life is always going to throw us challenges and there are many things that we just simply cannot control. And I think that, you know, when we are able to really take stock of what we have, whether it's the food on our plate or it's the roof over our heads or the friends that we have, the family that love us. It's really, really appreciating those things. I think that creates a very powerful perspective shift. We don't take things for granted and we actually re-examine what wealth means. Wealth does not necessarily mean having millions of pounds in the bank account, millions of dollars. Wealth is, okay, I can get out of bed and I have this healthy body and being grateful for it. And it's, oh, I can go about my day with energy, you know, simple things like that, taking stock of what you do have. So I think not taking things for granted and taking time to realize how wealthy we truly are does create this huge internal shift inside of us. It's really that perspective of like, okay, 
I could either sit in negativity and pessimism and just brood in it, or I can take a moment and actually put myself in this energy of gratitude and give thanks for the amazing things in my life. And the more we do this, the more we attract more good things and more feelings of happiness and joy. I think we do tend to live life from a sense of entitlement. And the more we focus and give thanks for where we are right now, the more we will have what we desire because it places us in a frequency of abundance and thanks. We should see life as it is an unbelievable gift, which we do often take for granted. And that's why I think gratitude gives you the superpower to completely shift your mindset. And it's the realization that ultimately happiness is a choice. I also want to take a moment to talk about the role of relationships and community when it comes to living a good life, a life that feels joyful every day. And I do think having solid and healthy relationships in our lives is key and it can help offer us a feeling of belonging and gives us a positive experience in our day-to-day lives. Just in turn, having relationships that are toxic or unhealthy can bring us down and cause a lot of negative emotions like sadness, anger, unhappiness, resentment. According to the Center for Compassion and Altruism Research and Education, good social relationships are the most consistent predictor of a happy life. We humans are built to be social. We need to have and to form strong, social and stable interpersonal relationships. Satisfying relationships can also make us healthier and have also been associated with a longer life. As Dr. Robert Waldinger, psychiatrist and director of the Harvard Study of Adult Development says, the lesson that came from tens of thousands of pages of that research was that good relationships keep us happier and healthier. So investing and nurturing the relationships in our lives and getting involved in community can significantly increase our feelings of fulfillment and belonging and a sense that we are part of something larger beyond ourselves that we do have something valuable to offer to others it's like a garden the relationships we build a garden needs to be nurtured needs to be watered and we need to invest in creating that beautiful environment where flowers can thrive and bloom and butterflies can land requires maintenance and intentional effort in order to thrive That's how we create genuine two-way relationships. And the people you choose to surround yourself with have a bigger impact on your happiness and total well-being than you think. So I think it's important to choose wisely, practice discernment, place boundaries where it's necessary to. And as they say, the six people you spend the most time with are going to be likely the person you're going to become. And then we have play. And this is where I want to actually end this episode because I think we have a lot to digest here. But I think one of the most sad things that happens as we become adults is that we've had play hammered out of us. We've been conditioned to be these super sensible and stiff adults that just don't know how to have fun 
to be in touch with our inner child and to play, whether that's just skipping down the road or rolling down a hill or maybe throwing a ball around the office or just having genuine fun and laughter as adults with other adults or with children. And those are the moments of pure joy. And, you know, one of the things that I've done recently is I bought myself a little skateboard and it's honestly been so fun. And it gives me the sense of play, which gives me so much joy. And especially on a sunny day, being able to get on the skateboard and have some friends around and even laugh if I fall over. It just adds so much dimension to life. It's this feeling of play. So whatever play might look like to you, maybe even use it as a as an opportunity to tap into a new hobby, whether it's painting or basketball or just, you know, going to your local park and doing some crazy dancing. I know that might be too much for some people, but yeah, try it out. See what makes you feel playful. But anyway, that's kind of all the thoughts that I have right now on the meaning of happiness and the formula of happiness. And these are a few kind of key fundamental elements I think we need individually and collectively to create more joyful happy environments within ourselves and generally around us as well so I hope you enjoyed this episode let me know what your thoughts are let me know what does happiness mean to you I'd be so keen to hear that let's get a conversation going I'll chat to you soon lots of love your dear friend Vicky